things in Ottawa are about to get a whole lot more interesting this week. MPs are back. They are ready to get to work. And on the agenda is the much-anticipated public inquiry into foreign interference. And today is actually the first day of public hearings. So we're going to get to all of that. Global's chief political correspondent, David Aiken, is keeping an eye on all of it. Joins us now. Good morning, David. Why don't we start with the MPs on the government side of the House? What are the big themes in the next few weeks for the Trudeau Liberals? Well, the big theme, Sim, for the Liberals is getting out from under these terrible poll numbers. I mean, they're behind the Conservatives by double digits, have been for months. And really, that's because the, the uh, those who we poll have concluded that when it comes to housing and affordability issues, the government is just not cutting it. Those are the number one and two issues for uh, for those in English Canada, housing and affordability. So the Trudeau Liberals have to demonstrate somehow they're confident on the file, they're managing the file. Um, I would say watch for Sean Fraser. He's going to be the key minister the government is going to put out on this. He's the housing and infrastructure minister, young guy from uh, Nova Scotia. Um, he's got some energy, and he's been performing well. It, it, it could be a very tall order, though, to, to pull these numbers up. We're going to hear from Fraser later today. He's giving a press conference with the finance minister, Christopher Freeland. We don't expect any big announcements. It's really just sort of an update. The big uh, push will be towards the federal budget and cabinet and the, the, the government uh, caucus will begin shaping that budget uh, this week and for the next few weeks. Budgets are normally tabled in March. Here we are at the end of January, not a lot of time uh, to figure out what the budget is. But that budget priority has got to be addressing affordability and housing if the Liberals are to pull their numbers back up. Okay, and let's talk about the opposition here, too. You mentioned they're riding high in the polls, but how do they kind of maintain that momentum? You know, I, I, one, of the re, one of the ways they're going to do this, I think, is by announcing people with really strong resumes who are ready to join Team Poilievre. And we saw that in BC last week mm-hmm. when Ellis Ross decided to uh, jump on board with uh, with uh, the Conservatives. Of course, Ellis Ross, former BC cabinet minister, indigenous leader, he's going to run up in Skeena Bulkley Valley uh, against uh, New Democrat Taylor Backrack up there. Um, that's a blow that, that I think that catch by Paul, yeah, a bit of a blow to BC United. I know they were hoping that he would come back and run for them. But in any event, there's one big get. And then here in Ontario, um, a uh, one of Doug Ford's cabinet ministers, a guy named Parm Gill, he quit cabinet because he wants to run for Paul, yeah. Gill had been an MP for the riding of Milton, federal riding of Milton. Uh, he got, got beaten in an election. Now he wants back. And then we're also learning this morning that a Toronto City Councilor, a woman named Karen Stintz, wants to run in the riding right now held by the former Public Safety Minister Marco Mendicini. So city councillors, former cabinet ministers, a you know influential Indigenous leader all wanting to join Pierre Poiliev. That's how the Conservatives are maintaining momentum as they start the session. For the New Democrats, uh, they've just spent the last three days in the land of last week in Edmonton, caucus retreat. And really what Jagmeet Singh and the New Democrats are pushing for is more progress on that deal they signed with the Liberals. Progress on national farm care, national dental care. And, of course, if there's not enough progress, the NDP could pull their support. We'll see if that happens. And I, I want to just touch about the Bloc Québécois mm-hmm. because I mentioned in English Canada, uh, housing and affordability are the top priorities. Not so in Quebec. In Quebec, it's unique among all regions of the country, climate change and uh, the environment are still the top priorities for Quebec voters. I know a lot of British Columbians think climate change is a big deal, but the polls show that even British Columbians right now, climate change not as important as housing and affordability. But in Quebec, climate change still is a very important topic, and to the extent that the Bloc Québécois understand that, 
they'll be pushing the Trudeau government for more action on the climate change plan. So interesting. Okay, let's talk to the, about this public inquiry into foreign interference. It starts today. What's on the agenda this week? Well, first we've got to call, give it a name, uh, Shimmy. It's the Public Inquiry into Foreign Interference, P-I-F-I. I'm calling it PIFI. You may want to call it PIFI, <laughs> but it's going to be one or the other. Um, but its first task is, is a bit of a tricky one. It, it, today we're just getting from lawyers uh, for the inquiry, and they're going to be sorting out some issues that are, are tricky. This inquiry is supposed to look into what is essentially top-secret information about the activity activities of operatives from China, from Russia, from Iran, from India, and what they've been doing here in Canada, but the information is top secret. So how do we put this as much as we can on the public record? So that's an important issue that will be sorted out. This is the first of three uh, sort of sets of weekly hearings. We'll have another one in March, another one in the fall, um, getting at the this, the, the heart of, uh, of interference. But you know what? We, we've already got a, a live example. Today, our colleague Stuart Bell has a story on our website, globalnews.ca, about what looks to be a uh, Vancouver resident, a woman, Chinese national, who was deported, ordered deported last August. We're just learning about this now. Why? Because she had engaged in essentially espionage against members of the Chinese diaspora, pressuring people, trying to silence dissent, and Canadian uh, border officials said enough of that, and they have ordered her uh, deported. So there is a case right off the top that... Piffy or PIFI is going to be seized with today. Interesting. And so what countries are they looking at here? Because I know they, they've added some too, right? They just added India. And I think that was, well, I mean, people in BC know about that, uh, that murder in Surrey that, in, you know, alleged to involve Indian authorities. So India is a late add to the other three. China really is, this started with Chinese interference, but we know that Iran has been trying to pressure people here. Russia as well. So those are the four countries that are going to be in the spotlight here. China, Russia, Iran, and India is sort of a late addition to that. Okay, and we will get some testimony this week. It's not just going to be procedural stuff? Possibly. Um, the, I think the big, we're going to hear from some security officials, people from CSIS, etc. Uh, probably the most notable witness we won't see until Friday will be the public safety minister, uh, Dominic LeBlanc, the one that he's the minister in charge of. Uh, all those agencies, uh, CSITs, et cetera. Um, but until then, it's some academics tomorrow, as you say, some security officials uh, Wednesday and Thursday, and then uh, Dominic LeBlanc on Friday. All right. Thank you so much, David. Okay. Thanks, Amy. Cheers. That's David Aiken, our chief political correspondent for Global News, talking about what's going on in Ottawa this week. We will closely be watching that public inquiry on foreign interference. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone. And for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.